You're listening to Resident Advisors Exchange. I'm Martha. Thank you for joining us. On this week's episode, we welcome back Andrew Mensa, who has spent some time with the musician and director, Klein. Because of COVID, I actually ended up having to do everything myself, which was sick, because then I actually had to like think of how I'm going to play certain instruments that I do not know how to play. And, and a lot of it was a lot of figuring things out, which I will always encourage people to do, even if you can't play something or you're not good at sight reading, like figuring things out, because I think there's instinctively the sounds that we know we want to hear. There's things that we are we want to do, but I think a lot of people are like nervous about. Multidisciplinary artist Klein recently announced the release of not only her next album, Hamatan, but also her feature-length directorial debut, a film called Care, written, directed, edited, and scored by Klein. It's an autobiography, it's a musical, an animation, it's a diary entry, and it explores the social care system, friendship and angst. As you're about to hear, Klein chatted to Andrew about her early music, her new album, and the significance of feeling heard. I hope that you have a wonderful listen to Klein on RA's Exchange. Okay, this is uh, our exchange with myself, Andrew Mentor, aka Mr. Holiday. You know, it's a change there, it used to be Peachy, but now it's Mr. Holiday. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's funny. It's <laughs> <the> intro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined here today by Klein, an amazing performer, producer, sound collagist. Eek. No? We could scratch that one out. <laughs> you know what that word? I, I just sound collages. I, I don't know what it is. Okay, let's scratch that one. But okay, I'll take it. But I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what that word. I don't know what that word means. Someone said that, and I was just like, oh, okay. But I feel like now I don't know what that word means. Well, I think you're doing it. Hmm. Sound collaging. Collaging sounds, no? Collaging sounds. I mean, to a certain extent, everyone is a sound collagist. In it, I'd yeah. say that. Yeah. I'd say that. But you're a professional sound collagist. Shit. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Period. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, 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 how are you today? Um. Okay. Um. I was saying earlier, I had Nando's on my ones. Staring, oh, on staring at the wall and um, realising how great their artwork is mm-hmm. in Nando's. So I was like, oh, great art. I rate that, you know, like going, doing your thing on your ones. Like, I think it's what you should do. Everyone should do that. Yeah. Go but to I, cinema. Yeah. But I feel I like if I had more friends, I think once I have more friends, I'll be, I'll be, I'll have more people <laughs> to go to Nando's. <laughs> what? Do you have more friends? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? 
but yeah, <laughs> it's not by choice. Okay, um, but but necessity. Well, just you just needed food. Yeah, I needed food. Okay, and I have no friends. That was it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you enjoyed the art. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was doing it for you today. Basically. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I guess I asked that because you uh, you did seem in pretty good spirits. So I just wanted to know what that was down to. That was down is to it, the art there, in no. Nando's. And the peri-peri sauce. The peri-peri sauce. Okay. <laughs> What's your level? What level would you go Medium. for? Medium. Medium. Always. Okay, strong. But the sauce on the side, condiments, extra hot. Just a little bit. Just oh, okay. as a dab. Okay. And not for the whole thing. Yeah, you can't like. Yeah. You've got to be able to taste the food, right? Basically. Yeah. You know. This <laughs> is the thing, man. Like, I mean, yeah, my family, like, Ghanaian as we you so rightly deducted earlier <laughs> um yeah they just like i mean i'm not no i'm not dissing or anything this is no no bad no bad thing at all but and actually i might get like i might get rinsed of this what do you like food like hot yeah i mean but it's like it's everything no matter what it is like it could be i mean it could just be egg. like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like that. I'll be putting a whole scotch bonnet in like really an egg. An egg and well, on everything though, right? Yeah, and then people are like, "Come on, like we literally can't taste the food." So, so why do you not have like it on the Orlando's then? Not a whole scotch bonnet. Yeah, no, no, no that's I let Nando's do their thing because I trust their vision. Okay, but on your <laughs> own food, I go crazy. What about when you have food at people's places? I just firm it. I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you firm it in it. Okay. Um <laughs> so you are from Lewisham. From Lewisham and still live in Lewisham. Not from Lewisham. I oh, know of course you're not from Lewisham. From a lot of places, yeah. but I'm currently um in hiding in Lewisham. Mm. Yeah. Do you enjoy it there? It's okay. It's uh it does its thing. It it, it feels like a it doesn't feel like a real area. Like it feels like um, <laughs> Boy, a set like if it, it feels like a set okay for like a film yeah you feel like the Truman like show. a channel four yeah like yeah like a Truman show or like sims or something like a modern day sims yeah that's what Lucian feels like to that's me anyway funny. I mean I've never thought about it in that way because I grew up in Lewisham not Lewisham Lewisham but like actually no no I mean I go past the sign, welcome to Lewisham, so of course I'm Lewisham, Lewisham. <laughs> yeah, Lewisham, Lewisham. Um, but yeah, Forest Hill, which actually is quite different to how it was when I grew up in mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, that's quite a, I guess because I don't live there anymore, I'd say that's probably quite insightful, like way of uh, looking at the area. Mm. And you're saying you're in hiding. Mm-hmm. Probably a good place to hide. But why? Why? Why in hiding? I'm not sure. You're not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I I think I'm just gonna go straight in when it comes to the music. Um, your music has been in the past. Obviously, it has developed over over the years, but it has been described in the past as. There've been words banging around like ambient noise, but with like familiar aspects or elements to it. Um, how would you 
what do you think of that now actually looking back and how would you describe your music um now um to someone who who was new to new to it like you just met maybe you told you you're an artist and they asked you that question um, i wouldn't know what to describe it as uh free has- is hashtag free <laughs> <laughs> i was like um i was talking to a friend and they're like yeah it just sounds really free in it and i was just free that uh, i was like oh yeah that's it it's free so i'd say that like i feel like um i don't really necessarily focus on like oh this is experimental da, 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 da. like because i really really am not trying to make experimental stuff i'm just trying to make um i'd say very early on a lot of the strong influences i think when i made only only i definitely was like this is an r&b record mm. and then people were like it's r&b ambient and i was like okay like i didn't even know about what the term even ambient even meant until people started mentioning and throwing these words um around my music um i'd say the live show elements are because i see that as like two different things uh the music I release like digitally and then the music I perform and also kind of release only for like live shows, I'd see them as two different things. Like the live element can be quite, I'd say quite noisy and industrial, but also just quite chaotic and like whimsical and kind of just very year nine. Just like, it just mm. feels like a, like a school, like it's a school project. Um, <laughs> like constantly developing like tiny ideas, whereas the stuff I release online, I wouldn't know what to describe it as just because I don't really like look at my music or like look at what I do and like be like, oh, this is that and this is that. I think sometimes when I see what other people say, I go, oh yeah, I guess it's experimental. But like, I don't really like kind of identify or kind of really feel like it is that experimental. Cause I'm like, who did I come across the other day? It was like, I think it was like negative land through watching like a tiny desk. And I was like, okay, these men, yeah, these are like experiments. <laughs> like I genuinely was like, okay, this is experimental. This is some experimental shit. Like I genuinely felt like that was experimental. Mm. And I don't really feel like what I'm doing is experimental. I just feel like it's just quite like, it's free. Like I just do whatever mm. comes to my mind and whatever feels natural for me to <laughs> do, whether that's like making a a rap song and it just filters into like um i don't know like noise or whatever it's mm. like i like that actually i think it's uh whilst it doesn't quite necessarily give a particular well i mean it, it's so vague <laughs> there's no getting getting around that but but with the context of actually having to listen to your music i think it actually is very it works. I mean, like, as you say, like, you could have, you could go from something a bit more instrumental and something a bit more sort of, um, uh, I guess, left field and a bit more sort of like, more uh, glitchy maybe, or like some electronic aspects in there, or, um, or you go to other uh sides of your music where you've got lots of samples and recordings that you've made 
which you, which are used more to kind of like be the main sort of like thread of the story um, or message or emotion, whatever it is you're trying to um, express. And then you have a lot more natural elements in there as well. So like your acoustic, analog acoustic instruments. Yeah, I think a lot of it is like, um, yeah, I, I work a lot with acoustic instruments. Mm. The ones that I can play really well and the mm. ones I really can't play really well. <laughs> and kind of play around with the sounds I like and also the sounds like make me feel really uncomfortable and I always try and like explore <laughs> why it's making me uncomfortable and then I start to piece things together. Oh uh, interesting. Sounds yeah. that make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There's mm. like stuff that yeah. Why is which, that? which is funny because like, the stuff that actually made me uncomfortable the stuff that are more like um the more traditional stuff. Okay. As well. Traditional like I think I had a song that I uploaded recently. It was called Comedy Comedy Styles. It was like an R and B X Factor X song, and that had lyrics and the, the and that actually made me feel really uncomfortable because it just made me think of X Factor and the idea. This like I don't know, people just wanting to be famous on TV shows and like the idea of talent shows. And like kind of the way I was singing and like that style mm. <laughs> felt quite eerie. Mm -hmm. And that was that felt more eerie to me than like I don't know, like some of the stuff on Tommy. Yeah. As well, which just that felt more relaxing to me. Interesting. And is that that's something you consciously think think about when you're making stuff something like this makes me feel this way, I'm gonna explore that a bit more. And actually go more into that rather than steer away from it. Shy away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like it's, I feel like it's like a mixture of both. Like I think I feel like definitely like with times where I've like sang more in a traditional way, I found that more eerie because that is literally following a top line that has been like repeated time and time and again, time and time again, and that's why like. So a lot of people, it feels familiar to them because it's literally this like groundhog mm. kind of top line that's just has been repeated for years. Mm -hmm. Whereas like um, when there's times when I'm like straight away more away from that, that's been way more calming, I would say, mm. and felt more relaxing because that's just me doing whatever, not really kind of following like a a top line or a tr tradition of how you're supposed to sing or how you're supposed to play. I was thinking I was saying this to someone the other day about like um like playing the guitar and I was saying that my friend um LA Timper he used to live with me and he <laughs> always tune his guitar just like completely the opposite way <laughs> of the way you're traditional you're supposed to tune it and then the same with me and I used to do that and I was like oh okay that's why it sounds different because we're both we've been being tempo we're both just not using the traditional tuning yeah that you're supposed to tune your guitar to and I feel like that's something for us feels more natural to us than to tune it this traditional way that some I don't know some next man has been like oh it's gotta be like that it's gotta be E4 B D A B C question mark like yeah mm. and that's felt more natural for us to go the opposite way mm -hmm. I'd say I feel like I've rambled but yeah no I no that's really interesting <laughs> I, I didn't realise at all and then, but it's actually thinking about 
your music while you're saying that actually I don't know whether this is like you know sometimes you have that placebo effect but when someone says something you, you suddenly make that link mm-hmm. but I can to a certain extent think about it how it makes me feel particularly I think when I first listened to your music I I definitely had like moments of uneasiness and I wasn't quite sure why mm-hmm. um but actually it was something which drew me in to listen to it more as well like oh why why does this feel like slightly strange um but also like quite uh intriguing at the same time that mm. makes sense like i yeah i mean i it just makes me think back to like this moment when i was listening to one of your songs um i was introduced to it actually by a friend um who played it to me we had been having conversations um about some stuff that he was going through and i'd listened to your music before not quite in the same way i did at this time um for the last couple of years but it was a song honor and i was actually an ex-work colleague and we were i think for some reason it was just me me and him i used to work for a restaurant um and we were like clearing up at the end of the night that was part obviously part of the context it was like quite late we've been talking um about some of his family stuff and I heard this song and not only the the recording of like the voices all of your voices um but then also like the the place it went to sonically like afterwards as well like kind of like for some reason it's just like it all just really resonated and I think I had like a really new appreciation for your music at that point um I don't know if that have you ever felt that before sometimes with someone else's music um yeah like i feel like yeah most definitely like i feel like there's times when friends have like tried to show me show me stuff and like depending on the mood i'm in or like also i was saying who actually delivers the song as well who actually delivers the message because mm. sometimes if there's someone that's like a bit like a bit booky and they're ch- and you're just like, mm, uh, nah, I ain't gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna listen. I'll come back to you later. And I definitely feel like um, that I felt that way. I think the first time. I think I feel like maybe one friend or someone played me Jalen, and I feel like that was definitely a time that I was just listening to chart music, like, and I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah it's cool. And I was like, it's cool. And then like a year or two years later, I was like, what the fuck? I was like. Jalen is sick. Like mm. this is great. And, uh, and my friend was like, "I literally played this exact song to you." I was like, "Really? Nah, 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 nah." But I feel like the place I was in mentally was so different mm. that I was able to really process what their music was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm. and I feel like with Honor, it's quite a it's quite a weird one because it is like I see it's like this like really long interlude, and I. I can't even imagine it being played in in groups. Mm. I only envision the the track being played in like solitude. Mm. So it's it's a weird one because it's not really intended for like a, it's not really like an easy easy lis- listening kind of track. Yeah, I don't really find it as a, a, you know an easy listening track to even listen back to personally. Mm. Like, and even Ami, who's my family friend, who's on who's the girl talking who's doing the talking for me um anna she hasn't even listened to the track because it wasn't really a, it wasn't an easy listening listen for her mm. it's so interesting actually that you said that 
you don't see it as something to be well it wasn't you don't see it as an intended uh to be listened to like in a group setting Mm-mm. is that uh is that just by chance that was like something that you felt about it like after you'd released it or were you kind of aware of that at the time and I guess it's like an interesting insight as to maybe why you put things out and why you make certain things and and then the role that they you see them playing mm. in in the wider context of the world. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the only I feel like the only track that I, I on the Lifetime record that I envisioned being like, hey, I can imagine that being played out loud was like called Clay Bit, mm. and I was like, ha, because that literally was that's like a that's a one take. So that literally was me recording a live set and that's claim it. So I don't actually have the stems or any of the, because it literally was like a one take. Whereas like honor was literally a conversation with my, like a, I don't know, my dad's family friend, cousin, I don't know. And I hadn't spoken to him in a very, in a long, in a hot minute basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just was just talking at us and, um, yeah, we were listening. We just muted our mics and she just kept on talking. And at the time, I found it quite funny. Um, the next day, I just made something and I was like, ha, this is funny. And I sent it to my email. And then, like, I think two days later, I lost my phone. <laughs> so, like, yeah, on that's the only recording I have of that conversation. It only exists within that track. So it is quite funny that people listen to it. Because I feel like I'm sure a lot of people have had that kind of experience where you feel like adults just don't listen mm-hmm. to you, and it's just this like you feel like you're in the, you're in this like weird vortex wormhole, and I kind of wanted to like I guess explore that as as the song kind of progresses into these like footsteps and like kind of the harsh guitar towards the end. Yeah. And yeah, so it wasn't a thing that I think when other people were like, ah, oh, yeah, I, honest, but I like honor. I'm like. Okay, like it's okay if you like it, cool. Because mm. it's not really, and also it's not intended to be liked. It's just like mm. you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's like putting your like you're literally putting your like diary, just plotting it within the record to kind of give like a guess, a context, sure of yeah things. But yeah, I don't really think of where the songs live. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always funny. I was like, that's why it always takes me ages for like stuff to make it onto streaming because mm-hmm. I'm always like, what is this for? Like, like I don't know. I, I never understand why people want to listen to what I make. Really, I just upload it. I just like. I actually just like uploading things on Bandcamp. <laughs> I just think it's like quite a, a, like a a nice website. And then when other people listen, or it goes lives in other places. That's when I find it quite, I guess, interesting. Yeah. That is, I mean, particularly what you were saying about, um, I just want to kind of like circle back slightly, but what you were talking about the, the, I guess like the main um, meat of the, of the track honor with the recording and how you like, you kind of like find yourself in the vortex. That was really interesting because I think actually when you listen, at least when I listened back, that's exactly what it sounded like mm. and it's so interesting that that was uh it wasn't a sort of like intentional sort of like overdub thing it was mm. like it was just like a recording that you made 
at the moment. Yeah, we literally muted our mics. That's why it's so funny because people always say, "Oh my god, the layering of that—it's so sick." I'm like, the layering. I was like, that was a real. I was like, that was a real conversation. We just muted our mics and she just spoke at us, and that was quite. Um, I found that honestly is one of, still, you know, I'd say top top five most iconic moments mm. in in TV history. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> really, it, really, it really does come across as like very theatrical. So theatrical. Like it really does. And it's actually like quite powerful in that way. Like mm. it's as if like you wrote it and you had, well, maybe not wrote the person speaking necessarily. No, but, completely. But like the... Uh, but your friend, um, and I think you come in at like yeah, I'm, yeah. I I, I, I I speak in the bit, yeah. but I'm like, but I'm not really a confrontational person, mm. so I'm just kind of like, I'm just like quiet <laughs> a lot in the background. Yeah, and yeah. But those, but but your, but your voices in that, like the role that they play, actually, it it really does. Like I know it was like it was a life thing. It wasn't something that was uh, created for for the song necessarily, but. Actually, that even makes it way more powerful in a sense because yeah. it was the these were like feelings and emotions that were coming straight from the person. Like mm. it wasn't scripted, it's, and mm. and I think actually that's probably why. Like particularly having the context of me listening to that song, um, speaking to my friend who's going through something quite similar, um, he basically he basically had been talking about his his family and I think them not listening slash not understanding like him as a person it was um I imagine actually people who do aside from the actual musicality of it that will like really resonate that those the emotions will um and the words and, and just like the topics that were being discussed will will totally resonate with them mm. And it's yeah, it's quite powerful, and it's I I find it amazing that actually it was uh, <laughs> something that just happened. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I find that quite crazy. Um, but speaking of like the scripted reality, <laughs> exactly. I've been thinking about scripted reality. I wish it was scripted reality, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way, I think because it isn't that that actually makes it like a bit more special as well. I know it's not something that you find easy to listen to or anyone yeah. that's involved, but I think knowing that it, it definitely will reach people and maybe just like make them like kind of think, I think it's, it's one of those things where there's so many things that kind of come into it. Like it's like culture and the way cultures change, like in <clears throat> within like diaspora and like, I don't know, like, first second generation like immigrants etc all these things like kind of come up um and they can all come up like simultaneously whilst you're listening and like thinking about like actually like this is where they're coming from but actually you live in this place and mm. you need to understand like where i'm coming from sorry i'm getting a little bit deep um period <laughs> but coming back to where i wanted to lead to was basically like the use of like voices and human voice and your own voice I feel like are quite um quite important elements to your music in general um and 
it feels to me that listening to quite a lot of your your music that you, there's there is a bit of a distinction and the the recordings for example this one um this song on them and, and others as well um uh i feel like you use it in a in a way in which you want to sort of like portray a message without there being sort of like any misinterpretation of what it is you're trying to say mm-hmm. would you say that's true yeah 